Banner with the Penn State Extension Dairy Team. Hello everyone, my name is Amber Yitze and I'm an Extension Educator based in Huntington County. And today we have with us Dr. Erica Gunda from Penn State University. Dr. Gunda is an Assistant Professor of Food Animal Microbiomes. She joined the Penn State family in 2019 and has been an asset to our research community. She has started some very exciting research that will improve food safety and expand food animals production efficiency. Today, we are going to discuss these new research projects that she has been working on and how they will affect the dairy industry in the future. Thanks for being with us today, Erica. Can you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the type of research that you focus on here at Penn State? Hi, Amber. Thank you so much for the invite. I am delighted to be participating here. My name is Erica Ganda. My background is I have a veterinarian degree from Brazil, and I did a PhD in animal science at Cornell University, studying the milk microbiome from an animal health perspective. And I did a postdoc in food science, also at Cornell University, studying the milk microbiome from a food safety perspective. Well, we are throwing this name around and like to start making sure that everybody's on the baseline. What is a microbiome? It is the collection of organisms, be them bacteria or viruses that live in and around us. All dairy farms know, all dairy farmers know that we need a cow of a healthy rumen in order to be able to produce milk. And healthy rumen is not more than a vibrant community of microorganisms that allow cows to harvest the energy from the grass and forage that they eat and transform it into high poly protein. So on this microbiome aspect, um, there are several areas that we can study. You can study the ruminal microbiome, the fecal microbiome, the milk microbiome, and most of my career so far has been focused on the milk microbiome. So in my PhD, I worked with bovine mastitis and how different treatment strategies would impact the milk microbiome. Um, we were working on the milk microbiome from a food safety perspective. Can we use this information to try to flag potential uh, food safety issues? And here at Penn State, I have a very holistic research program where we are not only focusing on bovines, but also other species studying the microbiome. For the sake of this um, podcast, I am focusing only on the bovine-related studies that we have going on. So things like milk quality, diarrhea, different managements, uh, how can we treat disease uh, and antimicrobial res uh, resistance are big topics that we have projects. One of the ongoing projects that we have is addressing milk quality in organic dairy farms. Um, this was a USDA funded project that is going to be going on for the next, next four years where we are trying to improve organic milk quality by finding out which are the spore-forming bacteria that are present and what can we do at the farm level to make the milk less longer. Sounds very interesting. And I'm sure your research is really gonna help the farmers in the Pennsylvania community. So when you started this research, what challenges were you setting out to address? I am very interested on in seeing how the different bacteria that we see in, in our cows respond to different treatment strategies as well as management strategies and how can we leverage that to make our cows healthier and more, product, more, more productive. 
for example, uh, we have a study where we're tracking dairy calves up to the, from, from birth up to the onset of diarrhea and seeing how do these changes occur over time and see if we can find out is there a specific window that we can make an intervention and have more success at treatment or even prevention of diarrhea is one example. Others are what kind of differences do we see in terms of antimicrobial resistance when you choose to use different drugs or different management strategies at your farm. And we also have projects looking, how does the microbiome change in animals that develop ketosis or not, as well as some metritis work and, and some respiratory microbiome work. With all the different variables on a dairy farm, I'm sure your um, research is very challenging at times, but yet very rewarding when you find those tendencies and um, the different phases in which that microbiome and how it reacts to different uh, tendencies, management aspects on a farm. Yes. Yeah. And those are big confounding factors that we need to take into consideration, right? Whatever we find here at the Penn State dairy farm might not be applicable to every dairy farm in the state even. So those are very challenging things for us to be able to tease apart what is because of the microbiome that we can generalize to the the, uh, population versus why are we only seeing this in this specific farm. And it might be totally true that we need to assess the microbiome from a precision medicine type of perspective where everything you do needs to be tailored to your farm and your management. Mm -hmm. Regardless, to get there, we need to start from the basics of understanding what changes happen, how can we modulate it, how can we manipulate it, and so forth. Great. Now that you've joined Penn State, what products, projects are you currently working on now that you have your feet on the ground here? Feet on the ground is a very generous thing to say because I've been a faculty member longer on lockdown than not, but we do have several collaborations. I'm fortunate to have a pretty extensive network here and outside. So we have projects on addressing diarrhea, as I mentioned. Um, We're looking at colostrum management techniques and and how that impacts the gut microbiome. Um, As I told you, we are about to submit a paper on changes that we could see when animals had ketosis in in the microbiome. And we have some respiratory disease and antimicrobial resistance projects that I have in collaboration with folks here at Penn State. Interesting. So what is your favorite aspect of this research? The thing that fascinates me the most about microbiomes is how fast-paced and and rapidly evolving field it is. Um, Up to 10, 15 years ago, you wouldn't really hear anything about the microbiome. Um, Another thing that I like is a lot of ground has been covered from the human side, but there is so much we don't yet know from the animal perspective. So there is so much for us to to learn and understand and be able to manipulate. Um, Things like different probiotics and feed additives are commonplace in the industry right now. But I feel like we do not have the knowledge necessary to actually explain why are we seeing the benefits we are seeing. And that's what I'm going after. 
And, you know, as a Penn State Extension educator, we love the different kinds of research that they do on campus that we can take out and help our farmers make an impact on their own management practices and their own farms to help them be more profitable and productive. So leading into that, what kind of impacts do you see your research having on our Pennsylvania dairy farmers? I think one of the major impacts I, I, I can foresee in my, my research results is on prevention of disease, right? Can, how can we flag animals that are not doing so well and, and prevent them from getting sick? Additionally, when we get into different probiotics and feed additives, the data we're going to be producing here in the next couple of years is going to hopefully be able to help producers choose between products and know what, why they're feeding what they're feeding and why it's working. And do you think, do you see this economic impact being huge on dairy farms or do you think this being more of an animal welfare issue on dairy farms versus impact on economics? I think it can absolutely be an economic impact because if you think about just microbiome would be like one step after nutrition, right? Once you have a very good plan of nutrition, you're not going to have problems like DAs and ketosis. But once you got past that, then you can try to make the microbiome even more efficient. So I foresee a lot of opportunity for this to have a good economical impact. But you cannot put anything too fancy or sophisticated if you haven't covered your bases. So really what we have to be focusing on right now is are our cows healthy? Are they happy? Are they well fed? Is the ventilation good? And then we can start looking at how can we manipulate the microbiome to make that even better. And I see this research really helping those farmers that are already outstanding in their management practices and outstanding in some of the best farmers here in Pennsylvania. And this will help take them another step forward to really increase their production and profitability and make their herd healthier overall. Yes, absolutely. Probiotics are a big thing in several species. And I think we have a lot of opportunity there. So do you have any advice that you'd like to share with the dairy producers to help them be more efficient and to better prepare themselves for when this research hits the ground and they're able to utilize it? I think work with your extension specialist and try to cover all your bases, making sure you have happy and healthy cows. It's going to take you a long ways. Plant parlor, uh, in barns that, that has so much uh, effect on our profitability that it should be everything that we are focusing right now. And I know with myself working in the milk quality field and specializing that across the state, I'm really eager to work with you on these microbiome projects um, on the dairy side, as far as milk quality goes to really help the producers. And on a daily basis, when we're out on farms, we're preaching prevention, prevention. So it'll really go another step to help these producers prevent if we have these, this microbiome research in their hands. Yeah, there is some data, not from my lab, that's starting to come out, looking at different types of probiotics in tip tips and to see if that can help prevent mastitis, for example. So there are very applicable potential applications of this kind of research. Interesting. So do you have any last minute things that you would like to tell our listeners about your research or any other thoughts? I just want to, again, thank you for the opportunity and the invites to have me here. 
I focused most of what we talked about today to dairy uh, related research, but our lab actually work across different species. So we also have some other fun things in, in chickens and turkeys and even mice. And I'm sure that information will spread quickly now that you're sharing that you have information as well for other species. And you may be getting contacted from some other species representatives as well to hear about that research you're doing. Thank you so much. Yeah, we hope so. (laughs) Thank you, Erica, for talking with us today. And thank you to all the listeners. Don't forget to tune in next Tuesday for a discussion about antimicrobial resistance in dairy calves with Dr. Haley Springer. Thank you. Yeah.